Really? Yeah, I think I have a deeper voice. I, that's the normal thing. I always think. Because, yeah, I always thought my voice was deeper. Because I think yeah. my voice is way lower. Yeah. We ran into this at yeah, the beginning of the recording, it, and it's because I think it's because like your bones vibrate in your mm. skull. So it like resonates mm. like the lower frequencies. Yeah, Even your you science facts. Um, no, I was just like, why do I sound like an idiot? <laughs> a little, like a little wimpy little idiot. Yo, that's a life hack. I learned that if you just lower your voice, you, lower you sound voice. like you know Here's what you're talking thing. about. <laughs> Hi, Hi guys, what's up? Yeah, what's Shut up, up. oh my God. I can't I stand can't it. say nice and smart things with this voice. No. And uh, speaking of voices, uh, welcome to the Faking, Faking Notes, Notes Podcast. What's good? What's good, homies? All right, today we have a very it's illustrious guest. Uh, she is a four-time New York Times bestseller oh God. Uh, with only five books. One of them was a dud. Uh, <laughs> she is a, a two-time silver medalist uh, in the... Spring Olympics. Spring Olympics. Uh, she, uh, the uh, the decathlon, the javelin. Yeah, yeah she know, just like, launches and she's shot put. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. a lot goes on. And yeah. Well, happen. she. Well, remember, she got a gold in shot put. No, mm-hmm. don't, okay. don't sell her short, man. But the silvers were what? We're playing two matter. truths and a lie, and you've just like oh, no, we two only, lies and a truth are only, only lies. I see. I see. Anyways, I, I, I actually was like, wait, you you you're four time best selling. Like we need to talk. Like, wait, why, why, why don't best we have Best selling gum. Where are four time best selling <laughs> chocolate? So on the pod, we've we've been talking about her on every episode. Yeah, behind her back. Behind her back. Um, yeah, only about her. This is the. Is the Amy, the Amy, Amy fan Brown uh, fan faking club. Amy Brown podcast? And I can't even know if that's true or not because I've never listened. Yeah, yeah. Guys. And so which, you, but but hey, you're I'm a part a of most fiance. people. Yeah, most sure. people haven't listened. She, to she's on the that's board. <laughs> yeah, she's like the rest of our board members. Um, she is on the board, and she is part of why we even have this podcast. Why? Because we're both in LA. And, uh, oh, because I moved you here. She's yeah, like, yeah, probably, she's like absentee here. board members. Like they're aware that it happens, but and they so, just choose the <clears throat> way. At my at my lowest point. <laughs> Sometimes I'm walking around when you're recording it. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. You've been around. Hey, she's heard a little sample. She's like, I want no part of this. That's not true. I just don't know any part of it. Anyway, so she so she comes here. Yeah. So we have a lot to thank Amy for for creating this podcast because my lowest point. You know, I was like, I'm ready for a change. And she's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's great. I think it's time you, you know, you get a job, you know, you <laughs> eat healthier. <laughs> you know, this is good for you. And I was like, I, I know what I need to do. And she's like, what? I'm going to start a podcast. And she was like, no, no, no. no. here we are. 30, 31. We're going to quiz you one. on uh, at least one question from each of our previous 30 some episodes just to make sure that you've been a dedicated as long as it's multiple choice and that yeah, way and we're, and we're trying and we're gonna try to like bring back uh, your ptsd have from... we interviewed ted bundy yes or no no false we interviewed ted bundy yeah, it no, was he episode was, uh, uh 17 17 it was, it was early 17. you're lying no it's true I, it's in our, i'm not it's in sure the pod title. i'm actually oh i know it's in the in the pod title <laughs> well no if, if it's in the pod title that means it's true because uh, we don't fake anything on this, uh, this podcast. On the fake podcast. But anyway, so we figured, so we had Drew's roommate, Mindy, on the epi- on the pod. Who's and it was great. a great episode. She was lovely. Oh, I love and her. And we figured we'd bring my roommate on. 
Ah, Amy. Shiloh. And so here you oh, are. Oh, it's episode six. I was so <laughs> close. Oh, wow, that's way earlier. Shiloh's than I... been on a bunch. Shiloh, you guys get to promote Shiloh. Oh, yeah. Everyone's got the even pop though of I the, have pop of the pot. I really should have given you the handle because I'm yeah. not good or interested in. He's an insta thought waiting to happen. Like that's that's he one of our running the sun. He's just he's like he's always he's always like poking his butt out and looking back at it. Posting, uh-huh. He's been uh-huh. thinking like Gandhi quotes. Yeah, but it was actually Abraham Lincoln who said it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Okay. Uh, There's a picture of Mahatma Gandhi, and it's like a four score and uh, seven years ago. And, and then <laughs> and he sounds like sponsor. and he sounds like Kermit when he says it. It's weird. And he's trying <laughs> to sell like vitamin water or something. Hey, don't knock vitamin water the though, man. Water. That power seed dragon fruit be my thing. <laughs> That's my thing. Like I like it. I like vitamin it. water. Uh, sponsored. The yeah, podcast. sponsored. Yeah, sponsored this this message was How brought to you. How often on each podcast are you guys asking for sponsors? Not enough, actually. Okay. And I think that's where we're going wrong. Honestly, I think mm. the content is perfect and it doesn't need to. And obviously, in there's really, I think we've kind of peaked and um, we don't we don't talk about the podcast on the podcast enough. It, yeah, it's I like, see. but we should. Yeah. It's, and we actually it, do. It's almost like every, ep- yeah, so every episode, <laughs> all we actually do is talk about the active podcast. Yeah, what do we, podcast. yeah. Talk about how we like have been working out and getting our podcast abs. Podcast. That's po- why you're pod doing pod. a podcast. Wasn't it a. Uh, pod pod. Joey Tribbiani, who said uh, radio is just for ugly people. I thought that was Gandhi. I thought that was... Um, in, a, in a Kermit voice. You guys are not ugly, so... Well, thank you. The world thank doesn't you. know what You heard it here, is. folks. That's why we brought hey, you on. Okay, not you ugly is See, the standard. Honestly, I think... If I put if I put that as a quote on my Tinder profile, I think yeah. I'll get some more matches. Just make sure you accredit me. You so know, it's like literally, fresh. he's actually not ugly... And even quotes, though he does a podcast, and even though he does a pro- podcast, and quotes, quotes Amy Brown, twenty twenty, yeah, like that's that's what we need to. Yes, you're welcome. How many stars? Wait, how many stars? Four and a half. Four and a half. Get off. That's the decent. Out of no, five, decent. not out of ten people. God, no. Amy, she obviously doesn't listen to the pod because yeah. all of our listeners know only five stars work. Yeah, if you, if it you won't let it. you leave a comment. On, on our page, unless it's five stars. Well, I'm, yeah, really, and if you, I'm really terrible. I'm not rated. No, and if, and I if you do. I do read the description on a regular basis. When I tell people that you guys do a podcast, she has to make sure they ask she what it's tell. about, and I don't know, so uh, I open up the podcast. And but I like your description. I think it's funny. She's like, what in the hell is my what fiance if I been, doing? I like it. I like it. I question why you've invited me, but I like it. I like it. I like, I like it because you're we have like, questions. you are as an outside entity that has no vested interest in this podcast. The most outside. Are like, you know, I'm kind of about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'm open pod, to that it. That title's funny. I'm very supportive. And this is she, an ad. And then she swipes left, delete, just like not going to listen. I do have it. I yeah. am one of those people who have it in their library but don't that's, listen. That's, that's all that actually matters. Honestly. We, you know, it's really all about the stats. And metrics, and not people actually consuming the content. I, li- I that is true. don't listen to more podcasts than I listen to, yeah. and I'm subscribed to quite a few. There's some that are gathering dust, like uh, Guys We Fucked, mm-hmm. Um, uh, How Stuff Works. I used to listen to that. I used to. All I don't listen time. to that anymore. Yeah, it's a. It's too vanilla. Too like vanilla. now, I want to know how stuff doesn't work. Oh. Oh, oh. yeah, I agree with that. Oh, wow. I want both. Ooh. Like they're just like this is a pencil sharpener, and then they just tell you all the things yeah, the that a pencil things sharpener can't do. Can't do. Oh yeah. 
Like maybe that's what our podcast is, is like. It's how just, stuff doesn't work. Yeah, how yeah, we're just faking it because we and we learned what doesn't work. See, Amy already knows yeah. how, how this podcast works because she's already ignoring us and taking oh, photos of the dog. Dude, that dog's face looks both placated and distressed at the same time. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how to but Anyway, so uh, thank you for coming on the pod. Uh, I live here, so because, it was really easy. <laughs> How was your commute? Yeah, <laughs> you know, it was a top thirty seconds. We put up, we That's put up all insane. of our all of our podcasts. You know, we house them, uh, we accommodate them very well. We feed them. Uh, I'm excited. Trevor, I'm excited for that lunch. Yeah, yeah. Trevor. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, I guess we got to. You've been to... talking about you know making yeah. sure that they feel comfortable yeah, with food yeah, yeah. and. Uh huh. We yeah. treat our guests right, so that's what we're going to try to do. Right. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, so Drew's roommate's been on here, so I brought on my roommate. Yeah. So we are now engaged. I mean, we, we, are. we were supposed to have, yeah. We got a mass unsubscribe, and after that, because there's just like Trevor's taken, and yeah. I think that was the bulk of all of our followers. You're welcome, yeah. folks. Yeah. I took him off. Ladies, the back off, okay? Back off. I want to let you guys know that I, I'm like fully supportive. Again, I've our taken them to the team and gotten the one of two not ugly, but on the podcast. Yeah. Why do you think I'm taking Muay Thai? Like, I'm trying to <laughs> defend this union. Yeah, actually, part of what I do is just I like, come on here and I just tell Drew how fresh and like how good he's looking. And I'm glad that we're great. on the same boat. Doesn't he look great? It looks always looks great. He even has, he's got a hello it. name tag. I complimented on, his hair before is. the podcast started. Just I so appreciate that. y'all. I'm trying to just like level up as an adult. I found that, you know, when you go to Juilliard and you study like an art form, people, at least in New York, they care more about like the art and the product that uh-huh. you produce. But out here in LA, they also care about the packaging. And honestly, I don't think it's exclusive to LA. I think most of the world. Fun fact: this cares package, about the package. And his date, package, ladies, great. Oh, you're disgusting. On our first date, Trevor did boast about how he considered himself one of the fitter people at Juilliard. That was that. That was, is such a low. Thing. No, no, correction: not. fitter music. Because when no, you bring you, in the dance, that's just a, it's. Oh, we, yeah. But we dance were just, is crazy. Oh, really I think you did correct yourself about the dance, but you, I think I was like, we were talking about the gym and yeah, that was something that I go to the gym for yourself. And only, and like it, no music, almost no musicians are in there. Um, no, yeah, no, we, we don't, we don't. If, if y'all don't know, if y'all haven't ever been to Juilliard and walk, and roamed the halls and been on the third floor. They probably can't. Well, the steps are probably crazy. the most of their gym. Those are some, that was, the, yeah, steep the steps, steps. That's how I got, that's how I got exercise and didn't get obese in New York. I just I decided understand. to walk everywhere. Yeah, our six floor walk up helped with that too. Oh, Lord. Crushed. Booty goals, though. Yes. Yeah. Booty, yeah, booty never looks good. better. It's it's back to its normal flatness now. Ah, <laughs> hey, all you gotta do. I got LA booty squats. Just get some squats. Got LA booty. Where it's just like it just like looks like the seat cushion oh, of the car. Hey, no, but that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. I um I re- I miss most about New York. Um, the food, my favorite food spots. I haven't found Which the ones? equivalents. Tell us. Uh, there was Empanada Mama. Yes. Yeah. So right before we left, that had burned down, actually. Remember? What? Uh, yeah. I texted her. I walked, what? I think I walked might be by back. all I these fire trucks back. one time. Yes. At like two the whole, in the morning. The whole road was like closed down yeah. the next morning. And Fuck. she had gone to work and she doesn't walk Ow. that far up. And I was oh, yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. I was like, I wonder what happened. And like, oh my God, they burned down our favorite. I had it. I think right it's before that. I got on the ship. Well, okay. Yeah. It looked. It, it took a while to. So we've only been here for a year and a half. It. Yeah. We didn't go back 
Because we moved out of the area. Well, around what time was this? When did it burn down? Uh, well, it's been, it had to, you had to have been living there. In Hell's, yeah, I lived in Hell's Gate. So we're talking three years ago. Five blocks away. Because if we're okay, here, then a year I probably and a half. went. No, I went recently, like right before I yeah, left. I went, so maybe they, they had it back. It, it was a pop. Good. It was a poppin' spot. It was it's great. Still, oh my god, I love it. It was so so oh so god. good. I okay, loved having business meetings there. I was like, hey, you want to meet for lunch? I'd be like, that's a good one because it's not it's too always expensive. so small. But I've only ever been at night. I've only ever been for dinner, so it was really lunch. Fun. The it's there's nobody there during lunch, so no, that's a life hack. No, 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 no. I I would go like eleven. Mm. 11 or noon and then mm-hmm. like uh you go there there's this mild lunch cart because honestly it's hell's kitchen so not many people are going to leave fi to go all the way up to sure, Empanada sure. Mama yeah, and yeah, yeah. wait especially the way the well, subway hell's kitchen it's off the subway it, system like you have you have to walk to it it's right. not mm-hmm. in, it's not as easy Amy's as bread's places. not there anymore i just found out what your yeah. breads are gone my yeah, yeah they, my took, bread. they took your bread yes wait you guys forgot that in the intro about my ownership of my bread oh once you need a silver gosh, medal she got like, that bread. restaurant ownership is like kind of a given amy's bread is still in chelsea market but not in hell's kitchen oh i miss chelsea market too you know that was nice it was a good place they had the youtube space Oh, that's yeah, right. Because YouTube, YouTube like, space, and yeah. Google, well, what happened after Google bought Google. that entire building? Uh, YouTube's still there. Okay. And well, you, Google, Google owns Food YouTube. Network. Uh, Google owns YouTube. Yeah. The first, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't know that? No, yeah, but, you know, I just it's long Because they're, you know, sponsors. Yeah, 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 yeah. Called Did you know, okay, we talked about this in our last podcast, but did you know that tech companies like Google, uh, Microsoft, and Facebook are now selling their, their, imperfect uh, AI machine learning systems to oil companies to find optimal places to drill and and learn new extraction materials. I did not know that. Yeah, and they are the forerunners, the Silicon Valley that is talking about sustainability. And they are on the underhand. I just learned that recently. Interesting. Yeah, it's crazy. So I'm kind of getting to a point where I love tech, but honestly, oh, I don't know how I feel about it. Well, it's that confusing thing with all these big industries. It seems like at any like industrial revolution or change, whatever's like currently happening and popping up, like they're the shining light in business. And then we just discover, oh, they're just like any other company. Yeah. So like back then, like Henry Ford, oh, hey, a lot of great stuff. You know, he wanted to pay people. He wanted his whole ambition was to build the car that his employees. And he was like, like, you know, and then Hitler he was like, wasn't entirely yeah, yeah. wrong. And it's like, oh, that's like, great what? ambition. And then, you know, a couple of years later, it's just like, oh, bro. This Hitler guy. And then my family added an E at the end of their last name. Yeah, 40. Yeah. To, to, to make sure that we weren't associated <laughs> with anything. Yeah, just to make sure it's be like, ooh. You know, we were like, ooh, we need to fix this. Which is not true. This is a joke for all of the people who <laughs> don't realize that I'm flexing comedy muscles. So. <laughs> Dude's flexing. But we were talking you. about that too. Thank you, Amy, yeah. again for coming for com- on the pod. And, you can and, stop thanking her, bro. And she it's, read, it's okay. She read yes. the. She lives I here. Have to I live here. She she lets this happen. Thank you for not kicking me out of the apartment for the how many episodes have you had? At least it's like thirty-two. 30. So for the thirty-third time and allowing me to participate. Yeah, and whenever we're through. recording, she's like, Amy, you gotta get out. This is unacceptable. This is unacceptable. No, you to to credit Trevor, I'm usually at work. Yeah. So it's yeah. okay. I, I'm i jo- I'm flexing my comedy. Can business. I enlist your hilarious. help, Amy? Sure. And I 
I've expressed this, but I really believe that Trevor could really grow a lot from doing some improv classes. I yeah, I, I think I second that. Yeah, I second that. what he's do you funny. think? Funny, my that? mother thinks yeah. he's. I mean, I know we're engaged and whatever, but like she really, really thinks he's funny. I, I feel like there's some resistance every time I bring it up, and is even if, as yeah, I said it, he went. The the mother the mother I, as I explained to other people it's like I only no have, no you kill it at a first impression at I, a, for a party I and only, on Facebook too I just man. if I get any more like financially terrible hobbies like I already do music That's like true. the last thing I need it's not a terrible like, hobby like 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 I'm gonna pick up comedy and then I should pick up like uh, cultural anthropology. And are you interested in cultural anthropology? No, I'm just trying to think of everything that's just not profitable. But what if you could find a way to combine all of those three things? We I did. It's for this. But I think continuing to grow. It is the goal. I need to do it. And I I think it'll as somebody who is taking two taking two full classes. You've done it. And as I'm sure you've seen through the podcast, I'm a I'm like better at it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm better. <laughs> I, I've been listening back and I've noticed that I'm different. But I think you guys are funny. I'd love to. Thank the you. The podcast is not my basis. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. again, I haven't listened. But we've actually but hung out in like real life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> real life. We know each other. What's that? What's that? That this is not an online relationship. Yeah. Yeah. We've met we've actually and kept spoken it in person. Offline. Yeah. Like it's just other than like taking photos. I just mean like we've met and I've seen your comedy. In, in in real situations, yours I, as well. I am I allowed to eat? On the yeah. Oh, girl, come on! I've had guacamole. I ate like a whole. Do you want some? Uh, Amy, you're really bringing you. down the professionalism of this. Uh, right. What are we gonna do now? Eating. Now she's, they don't uh, allow the bachelors and the bachelorettes on the show to eat because it's not attractive. But again, really? this is a podcast, and no one's videoing me right now. Yeah, they go. What? If you see, if you watch, they go out to dinner and they don't eat. Wow. They're sitting at a candlelit dinner because that's romantic. What's not romantic? Well, watching someone chew. I feel well, like I need to watch The Bachelor. You really, really, really don't have to watch okay. The Bachelor. I think we're too, but that's some, that's a big thing with like politicians or whatever. Like the old, like the old, I mean, before we got to this day and age, but mm-hmm. getting caught eating something and looking dumb is like a well-known thing that they try to avoid because you want to go to the local area and eat the local cuisine. Mm-hmm. But, um... If you're eating, you know, no one, no matter who you are, if you're eating a hot dog, look like an idiot. Or remember the the brown mustard, spicy brown mustard Obama scandal? No. I mean, it's up there with like Iran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're comparable. But this guy, get this, Drew, is unpresidential. He goes in and he, I think, gets a hamburger. What do you put on your hamburger? Wait, 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 wait. What the fuck? Yeah, someone who was a president. Obama had the audacity to eat a burger? Unacceptable. So he goes up there. You know, trying to, you know, be be part of, the, you know, the so-called other America, and he um, gets a burger. What do you get on a burger, Drew? What's what's the first thing? Don't, uh, not condiment, but just like what, what sauce? What sauce you putting on a burger? Uh, Isn't that a I'm gonna put I'm gonna put I mustard, know, dog. You put, put a mustard? mustard, maybe some like chipotle aioli sauce. Mm, you of sound some like sort. some. This is some. I'm a burger liberal, snob. This is some. I'm little, a liberal burger snob. But Obama should do better. He already knows that as a black man in America. I know he's from Hawaii. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> he should know wherever he goes, it's gotta be fried chicken. Like oh, it's yeah. gotta. Be, it's gotta be for the optics. How dare he? But continue. What else did he do wrong? 
He just asked for spicy brown mustard. What? Impeach. Uh, did they get mad at Hillary for eating it with a fork? Eating pizza with a fork? Like New Yorkers oh got well, like what was, who, Someone else Somebody did. Mitt Romney it did it too. And like, cause who John, Stu- John's, that's a good idea. John Stewart had a really whole funny, but you know, like I how to actually him. eat pizza. I miss him. I miss him too. I miss him too. Did you see his, uh, uh, his speech at Dave Chappelle's, uh, receipt of the Mark Twain award? No. Mm. Oh, there are a bunch from Sarah I mean, Silverman spoke, Neil Brennan. Oh. He went to uh, Syracuse. Shout John. out, Cuse. Oh, Neil John Brennan. Stewart. Did. No, John uh, Stewart. John Stewart. John Stewart did. Mm-hmm. We're going to segue. Thanks again for coming on the pod, uh, Amy. Oh, God. You're um, no longer welcome. Um, uh, let's talk about Syracuse. Because me and Drew have similar... The problem with us is that, and most of our guests, is like often they went to some music school or music school adjacent thing. And so we kind of missed out on quasi-normal life in college college was great what was you actually liked see for me i I, I didn't like undergrad because i just worked all the time to catch up well, that's your fault and that's my fault and we've we've already Is, ad nauseum did you do the same thing what like, did you work the whole your whole college years <sighs> that's very difficult to reconcile because i want to say yeah but i like i like to joke that i got a minor in league of legends <laughs> like i was like I got really into competitive gaming mm. uh, for a little while, uh, but I ended up I I ended up being able to like work a job, um, get a diverse uh, array of friends throughout the campus. Mm-hmm. I had friends I have friends who are engineers, pharmacists, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the the lawyers, you know, just from going to school at a liberal arts college. Mm-hmm. And then I was able to be accepted to Juilliard at, into the master's program. You both, yeah. So I practiced hard, I worked hard, but I also fucked around a lot. Oh, I'm so, not saying like, I was just like working, like I was inefficient. I was but, inefficient but too, I just man. Did, I didn't go to like parties good. and like I didn't, I didn't, I missed out on the fun stuff because I was inefficient. I, was some I definitely work hard, play hard. That was like yeah. the definition you, of Syracuse. You Dope. had a, you seem to have had like an enjoyable experience. Yep. I mean, you, you know, sororities, other activities, you're going to games. I loved going, the games. The games were the best part. That's right. My, I, I didn't loved even have, having parties. I remember parties having too. parties. We would have parties that we had an apartment our sophomore year. It had a kitchen and a living room. Um, and so we used to have people over yeah. to play like the, the Just Dance game. We would have movie uh, yeah. nights DDR. and stuff. We would, cook, we would cook. Yeah. I um, love, we yeah. We cooking stuff. I miss that. I didn't necessarily always uh, like a frat party, but I liked being in a sorority and having yes. that as an option. Oh, you were a sorority girl? What school? I was. AZD. AZD. We AZD in the house. AZD was not. Oh, uh, Fazeta Delta? No, actually. Xi. XI. A. XI. D. Oh. Yeah. Axie? Alpha Xi. Axis. Axis of evil? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was not in a lot of colleges I found out afterwards or during or whatever. But yeah, I loved it. Those were some of my great friends here. But it was great because I would never introduce those friends as my sorority sister. Like they're Mm, my friend that I happened to meet at college. And if you Mm. really dug into it, I would say... Oh, yeah, you know, we were in the same sorority. But yeah, we did some that weird the cult rituals. We had a lot of people in the sorority that would say that people were like, I wasn't sure if I wanted to be in the sorority, and then we're in the sorority. So y'all were cool. Y'all were like... All of our friends are fun, because like, now they feel, a lot of them like feel like my friends, particularly in New York, mm-hmm. because one of the things I was 
the problem with music school is like everything feels business because everyone you interact with is in your field, yeah. which isn't like that in a normal university. And on setting. top of that, they're normal enough that they all no, not, none of them, I think, only had friends in the sorority. Like, a lot of them mm. had friends outside, whether it was business-wise, because, like, they were in the same major or other sororities or other clubs. And mm. then, like, they all became friends. Yeah. It's just, it was hard for us, I think. Uh, it's tricky, because we have a we have friends from school. This is, you, you know. Do? And then we put I, microphones I in front I, of them. I do, yeah. I'm like, sit down, shut up. Shut Actually, don't yeah. no, talk. <laughs> Be funny for an hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. Turn on. But uh, there's very few, you know, you wind up with a sea of acquaintances uh, or people, even if you're but fun and friendly. approach? Seriously. business I you, you and I have this talk all the time. Like, my friends are my ride or dies. Like, I would, I love hanging out with them. And I always feel like you have a lot of friends, but you're not getting to a deeper level. That's that's what I'm getting to. It's kind of hard. But is I, that, are you blaming that on Juilliard? No, I don't think it's Juilliard. I think it's like uh, like a music I blame thing everything or, on Juilliard. Right. So, yeah, if I can, like, <laughs> my lower back's kind of sore. He's wearing a Juilliard sweatshirt right yeah, now. Yeah, which no, I, no, I no. thought was really interesting. I only wear yeah. when there's no camera. I don't, you know, like they got to. Please, please, no photos. They got to be sponsored. I don't want to be flexing. But no, no, no. I think it's maybe it's like an arts thing or it's probably very similar to just like these niche fields where it's like you're really. It's like a really contained world. So like if you go to school with a bunch of lawyers, you're uh-huh. in law school, you're all together. You're probably going to have an amicable relationship with everyone. But that's also business. Like there's a good chance you're going to be working with these people. They're going to be in your fee- your niche field for forever. Mm-hmm. Um, same with med students. Like, yeah, you can be friendly. But you definitely but have that approach with not just your Juilliard people. Well, yeah. I mean, I like people, but it's that's one of the hard parts, I think, with this... Uh, I don't know, freelance or just like how this career works. We all know that it solely lies, our future solely lies with everyone else and how everyone else shapes up. So there's some type of, like, the benefit is that people will reach out and hang out with each other. But probably one of the negatives, it's probably hard to get deep with a lot of people. But I find it so funny because you, because you're freelance and because Mm -hmm. no one's showing to work on a nine to five, you are all reliant on each other for energy and for friendships, but you're not like, is it because you're spreading it thin because you all know you need time to spend with each other. So you're only spending a little bit of time with each other. Maybe so. I'm, but I feel like that's even like too simple. Like there's something else about it. It's hard to get deep with others. Like I can probably name on the hand. Oh man. So like tell getting, us about your getting daddy to issues. A deeper, <laughs> that's, well, that's how I opened. That, hey, was, that was the first part. It was just like daddy issues. Uh, hey, yo, yo, quiet. Yeah, yo, yo. Hey, yo, be quiet. Be quiet. <laughs> so Amy is actually the only other person who actually has like met the fight. We're always referencing. Mark. Yeah, you're always yeah, Mark, saying, yeah, yeah. Mark's great. Hey, yo, be quiet. <laughs> hey, yo, can, I, can, I, can I drop a little maybe insight on maybe why that is because I, I think I'm open to deep connections. I think those deep connections take time. Mm-hmm. And because of our pers- the pursuit of our art form, it has made us have to leave where we act, leave our origin points, like where we actually build those deep uh, connections. Uh, the first being, you know, the Carolinas. And then for me, 
Georgia, like leaving yeah. these big culture hubs where people grew up and they knew you when you were pooping on yourself. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, and then now you're now we go I mean, still to to this day Juilliard. Yeah, we go to Juilliard and we start building these connections. And what's the first thing we do? After our Juilliard career grant ends, we leave, right? Oh, yeah. So we <laughs> go to another money. place where we don't know anybody. And so I think when you consistently restart over and you build these new connections and now you're a professional and you have to work and you have to thrive and you have to build these connections, it's hard to, to be safe in knowing that these business connections will engender something more meaningful because there is that money element associated with it. And the only way to remedy that is just time and So maybe and it is Juilliard. Because the biggest difference for me is I, I totally disagree with that in the sense that mm. if I- You did could, it quickly. No, but I, I have I have like my high school friends, mm. my origin friends, the mm. ones you're describing, my mm. like two, you know, someone, one of my best friends I've known since I was one and a half. Like mm. she is my family, love her. Her family is my family. And then another friend, also from what my did hometown. They do? Uh, Ellie is an artist. She's a graphic designer. She it's works great. for a larger company, but she is. Well, an you artist. mentioned she was one of the two people. I was like, hey, maybe she could do like yeah, art. No, oh, that's great! Right. Oh my god, that was no, we should we should because get some she more designs albums. For one of her first jobs was designing album art. Yeah. yeah. The other weird part about my friends is that they all have nothing in common, and yet they are my best friends. And but I that's think it's why it's good. Yeah, no, so. it's great because I all mm-hmm. I use them all for different things. So yeah, so Ellie is a graphic designer, known her since I was one and a half. Kara mm-hmm. is a special ed teacher, known her since the third third grade. Uh, and so they're my hometown best mm-hmm. best friends. Then Chelsea is a speech pathologist mm-hmm. from college. Um, Car- she can, can she teach me accents? Uh, she can probably help me repair. She's Spanish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would love to. She's sexy. Hablar con uh, ella. Hey, Chelsea. You're sexy. Hey, what's good? Yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. I'm sexy. Pod. She's sexy? Uh-huh. No, she's sexy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sorry. I didn't mean to flirt with your friend, like, I through you. That was weird. encourage it. <laughs> she Amy's is single. always trying to set up. I, am. I, I love playing matchmaker, which who brings me to Carter, who I spent a lot of college trying to. Make. Carter was our mutual roommate at yes, one point. He's yes, dope. When we mm-hmm. all lived together, and he's, and he's a video. Can I can I unpack at least your perspective? Unpack away. I think, um, as as like freelancers, I think that our livelihood isn't associated with the company; it is associated with people. Mm. And so I think just by that fact, people that we meet. A lot of them, at least where I feel, I feel like sometimes they're not as genuine because their actions don't reflect. They only would reach out when I'm working, when I'm doing my thing, Mm -hmm. right? They don't ever really reach out. And I don't think there's been enough time to develop like, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. How are you doing? Because there's no... The only value associated with being my friend is the work that I could possibly give you. Mm. Yeah. And well, and so I think that's a weird. Just from a purely business thing, but I think also like the one uh, hard part, there's just something about like, but just barriers are put up. Yeah. Whether by design, because I don't think. Yeah, oh, she got the One wispy. of the things we kept mentioning, it's not, yeah, it's not purely, not purely business. Like I don't go into any of these things thinking of business, but there's something about there probably similar to the going to law school. Uh, well, that because they'll, they'll, you know, they'll sue if you screw up. But there's some type of defense because you don't, 
you just don't want to be as vulnerable. Yeah, being vulnerable. Which is the hard part because isn't that what like being an artist is all about too? Is being vulnerable. So it's this weird thing where we're not vulnerable to each other, but we're trying to project vulnerability through the art. We're vulnerable through for money. Yeah. But it's so sad too. (laughs) Being vulnerable for money. It's sad that that's like the end result though, because I remember when we first met and and John who had John Ziner, hi John, Mm -hmm. who set us up. Sup John. Sup John. Um, always, he always made it seem like you end up being competitive because the fields are small, but you are boosting each other up. Like Mm -hmm. John, I'm, when he, before he studied composition at Juilliard was a fantastic piano player, but would never in a million years anymore say he's a piano player because Mm -hmm. people are studying that and practicing to be the best. And he recognizes that, that he's not on that level. Same with you. You don't say that you're a guitar player, even though you know how to play guitar because you yeah. study that and someone else does. So you all really do have this wonderful respect for each other. It just doesn't really go further than that. Shout out to John Ziner because he actually agreed Drew to be Blake. in one of my early videos, hey. much like Trevor. Shout out to like the composers at Juilliard. Say what you will about them. They all were super and always have been super down to be in my videos. We're desperate uh, well, for go. any at- type of attention whatsoever. Always. No and it's- but you might be, so you're describing it as people are reaching out and that's hard because you think it's for something specific, but then you are giving credit to the people who did that for you forever ago as someone when who was I, nice. They had and no value. Yes. They had no value associated with it. But now oh, that I have a now platform. That it's value, but then why aren't you close? with those people anymore or are you i should i I haven't really i haven't really been in contact with them no the weird thing about that i i don't know just like for me i can like specifically name like someone who i either didn't live with like wasn't in my suite because that's a different type of bond uh or was just like a close friend or like didn't have a class like like friend by choice not by just proximity Mm -hmm. was john hump Oh, like hell John, yeah. John Shout Han, out John to John. John, oh. John, 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 John from Brooklyn. He's now, now John and, uh, he's in Canada. We, get we always we have to differentiate between John Ziner and, and John, John Hong. Hong. So because when I talk about on, Julia, it's John. Yeah, it's John Ziner or John, Hong, John, John Hong, John Hong from Brooklyn, John Hong. Yeah, I just Josh say Josh Sardinia. <laughs> and so those two, because they... Weren't in my <coughs> weren't in my class. They were in my grade. They're in your grade, mm-hmm. and I just distinctly remember going down to like La Catalina or whatever down in the West Village eating Mexican food, and I think it was right around graduation, one of our graduations, probably yours. Um, <laughs> and they would just chat, and it was to just hang out. Yeah. And for both of them, I I just they pop into my mind because we just didn't have to do the interaction. It was a choice. It was a friendship that developed. We weren't there to talk about music, even though we both came in from that environment. Mm -hmm. And then they're kind of how we, like our threads connect. Because we never had classes. How we we touched touched dicks. And we just... Just, It was just... In, no, 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 no. That sound implies that there was there was a long, a prolonged exposure. It was just a little... I'm like Darth Maul. I got like the double... It was just like... I'm learning so, so much. So thanks for coming <laughs> on the pod, Amy. You're not um, We are 100% joking. But, but I, we are almost I joking. She's like, in, that is I've never you. come into the apartment during a recording session. In fact. Now yeah, you yeah don't, don't do it. Don't do it. There's, yeah, a, weird, there's a weird dynamic. Yeah. Uh, but, but so, you, I mean, like, what's, what's nice uh, about us getting to know, one of my favorite things was just getting to meet 
and become part of your friends and your friend group because they all it confused me at first because I was like how do how are there 20 people who all know each other and then over time realizing that it was such a good friendship and relationship and that even though they didn't know each other like I needed like a, a chart well, yeah, to see yeah but we get out it. of each other has nothing to do like yeah, it's, wolf oh, no I'm not even talking about the business but like everyone interact like some of those people you know that your high school friends were able to comfortably connect with your college friends and your mm-hmm. your hometown friends and it was just this nice I love it. You got a, a deep support group. You all know each other. You knew each other's past. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was just a lot, I guess, deeper in that sense mm-hmm. and, and more authentic, more connected, more real. And it was nice just to be absorbed into that. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, these are my friends now. Like yeah. I could, you know, fully comforted. I could be there and had go to things without you there. Yep. To be absorbed into And it. you have. And yeah, I have. And so, like, that's just something, like, I think it's interesting. But I don't know what makes that unique to not musician Juilliard attendees. Yeah. I still think it's a Juilliard thing. I think it's, like, a music at large. What do you mean? Just, like, the what we were talking about this whole before. Like, the barriers up. Some things. It's I just think it's hard just to bust. coming in terms with being an adult and understanding that not everybody has your best intent in mind and so being cognizant that. of that. No, I think I think it's good to have those, uh, and I would rather... I hear it from older people a lot to mm. to have them up, but be open minded, be open minded. Yeah, I would rather uh, figure that out and be disappointed than go into a relationship assuming that that's what they're after. One hundred percent. I but I think it's important to spot red flags early on in interactions, and I see a lot of red flags, mm-hmm. and a lot of it just comes from at least. Some, there's something about this town where people don't, uh, they don't believe their word is important. Well, but is that LA? And here it's just like in No, I just think it, I've encountered it more here. Same. I feel like New York, it's like, if I don't stick to my word, I can't survive here. I can't like That's make rough. enough money here. Is this, is this falling? Ever so. I feel it. Yeah, I feel it. No, it's okay. I, I, I got hands. Give me the Wash these hands. The, no, Wash these hands work. Hey, oh, baby. yeah. Oh, I you think I'm loosening it. <laughs> Dude, I'm watching these hands work. It's not looking good. Keep, yeah, yeah. If I get it the right direction, that's all that matters, right? Yeah, look at that. Nice job. Yeah. You're just going to have to slowly lean forward. Yeah, I'm just going to. I'm actually trying to work my posture. Oh, is that how you notice it for you? Yeah, because I'm I like. I'm, like, on the I'm like. Munching. Quasimodo. Hey. <laughs> What's your favorite Disney movie? Hmm. I don't want to get canceled, but Mulan. Like, I love the Same. Same I love, people. Same. I, I love, I love Wait, everything about the story. Because I also <laughs> love Asian women, but that's not why I love it. <laughs> so now he's can't like now the But now, but now I'm dead. let's just say I'm excited for the live action movie to come out. Okay, I'm not. It's not look good. Well, oh, that's okay. That looks, that but. yeah, yeah, yeah. I also saw a little bit of Aladdin yesterday, and I was I like, I thought that was really good. Eh. Really, it's good very, it's very, over. very Disney Hollywood. So I was like, I, 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 I'm starting to realize I'm becoming a cinephile and a snob, and I'm like, the story though. But <laughs> that's part of what starting a podcast is all about. Is slowly just becoming a pretentious asshole. Um, I, <laughs> have you seen the new Star Wars? No. 
I haven't seen. I told I you, I haven't seen talk, any of the new trilogy. I want to talk about it so bad. Anyway, Mulan. The reason why I love it and it's my favorite, and I, I love that question. I wish I had thought of it, and I'm going to ask you yours. Okay. I love the story of it because it's a family who. It's like the reality of the world is like you have to contribute a son for the war effort. There are people, mm. barbarians, that want to take us over. I think that's a very believable world already. Now you have a family that has, has been blessed with a daughter, not a son. And so the only male is the aging father who is already a war veteran, who has already served mm. his time, but has to go into the situation and most likely die. He's mm. not in shape anymore. Uh, but he does it so his daughter can have a life. Mm -hmm. But she also sees that she doesn't want to be this type of like wallflower that is the typical uh, role of a woman in society. She has her own hopes and dreams and mm -hmm. she cares so much about her family that she's willing to go fight and face certain death if being found yep. uh, so that her father doesn't die. Mm -hmm. on the battlefield. That's such a beautiful story. It's It flips gender norms. It feels super authentic. And as a young kid, I was like, she's a badass. She and is. I look up to her. Uh -huh. And like, how many young black kids do you know that were like, you know, I look up to an Asian woman for her strength and everything because of a movie that was produced. And I think that telling that storyline and that is just so good. I think that's diversity it. done right. I'm nodding my head. And we need more. Of Love that it. in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think it's a beautiful uh, tale of diversity and empowerment. Well said. Thank you. Well said. Thank you. What's your favorite? Ah, uh, well, as Trevor knows, I love Disney. I love all the movies. Yeah. Try really hard not to pick favorites. So in that case, I pick different favorites for different reasons. Okay. I also let's go. Let's go through it. Let's let's get this into is your my time to shine. Oh, Put yeah. it on the record. Come through, girl. I also love Mulan. I think that yeah. I uh, resonate with her as from a princess perspective the mm -hmm. most. Not all of them are princesses, so that is a important. Mm. She categorizes as princess. She does. There's eleven. Okay. Um, I thought Kingdom Hearts kind of fucked it up, but yeah, because <laughs> they didn't include her until later. <laughs> Mulan. Yeah. No. Yeah. The original no, Kingdom she's Hearts. Smack gotcha. dab in the middle, I think. She's I think on. I she think, was in Kingdom Hearts too. I think she I can name them almost in order, which is how oh, alphabetic I let's am. Let's go. Okay, this is quiz. Let's go. If you get it wrong. Okay, I, Snow White. Okay, I believe that. Aurora, who is Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty, I believe that. Um. Oh shoot, here's where I'm going to get mixed up. Okay, Little Mermaid. Okay. Um. Ooh, ooh, Jasmine. Okay, that I think that's where it's kind of maybe yeah. So starting Little Mermaid, ja uh, Aladdin, uh, get they get yeah, it gets muddy, muddy in there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this is where I I'm not Mulan sure. Mulan came out I, in '95. Yeah, well, I think Mulan is next. Yeah, Mulan came out in '95. Yes, yeah. and then um, uh, I don't remember her name, but Princess and the Frog. Is oh in there. yeah, but, but she, she might came not be six. Way yes. I think she she's eight later. or seven. And so I think Obama was in office when that came out. Really? Yeah. Really? Hey. Yeah. Wait. Wait. Hey yeah. Siri, when did Princess and the Frog come out? The Princess and the Frog. Two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Okay, so she. Thanks, Obama. Go Thanks, Obama. Um. Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay. Um. Let's see. Let's see. Well, I know. So the last keep going, one, keep Brave. Going. 
Brain. The last yeah, one's yeah, brain, yeah, yeah. which okay. was a little um Frozen doesn't count. They're not princesses yet. And which is why, again why I made that distinction because really in real life I re- I think I resonate I think with clearly. Anna, well, princess is in the, the actual most. thing. You're an Anna. I'm an Anna. I'm quirky and weird and awkward and I fall a lot. Which but, princess am I? Yeah. yeah, which Disney princess? Like, I feel like we're that dumb new Instagram mm-hmm. thing where it's like flipping through. It's like which Disney princess? It's not dumb. I was Darth Vader. Um, <laughs> and as soon as I woke up and I felt it. I saw that. I was like, this is pretty. Morning. Accurate. I got morning lightsabers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I smell your lightsaber. <laughs> but Brave is Pixar. And there was this whole controversy, Verzi, if uh, Brave would even become a princess. Because if Pixar and Disney ever separated oh, that franchise, yeah. the Disney princesses would have an issue. It's like Spider-Man. The ex- and Sony. The extended Disney princess. Universe. Marvel and Sony. Yeah. There's a lot. How Spider-Man was almost kicked out. What? Huh? Iron Man. Iron Man. <laughs> um, Is Rey so the Disney princess? You are Anna. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I like Mulan because I was such a tomboy. I took karate. I really enjoyed the leg sweep uh, that she does. Yeah. Oh, it's so badass. Oh, oh, my God. God. practice that And, and she, And she, like... Oh my god! Oh, it's it's badass. That that's a good song, move. Man, I'm a, if that's not in this oh. live action, I'm gonna be dissatisfied. Well, that my concern is that the bad guy is now a woman, which like out of oh, well. that gender uh, that that destroys. That said, the whole... Like, wh- why make the bad guy also a woman? Come now on. it's just women fighting women, which there's enough of. I agree. We need to. I agree. Yeah. So I didn't. Well, they, I didn't love that in the trailer. That. Yeah. That new thing, but I also I love we've already it. talked about this before. Like Disney, like their self woke, their self wokeness just doesn't do it right. Like they don't actually address. I've talked to you. There's a great oh. for our listeners. Listen to Lindsay Ellis. There's a great video that just breaks down Dumbo and basically like and and Beauty and the Beast and all the woke. Bell, that's who I was. Bell. Oh, Bell. Oh, yeah, wait, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I missed Bell. I'm. Is that 1990 or 91? 92? It's early. Hey, hey, Siri, when did um, Beauty and the Beast come out for the first time? Siri. Hey, Siri. Because it was Best Picture or nominated for Best Picture. When did Beauty and the Beast come out? Which one? 91. Got it. 91. Yeah. Yeah. Which I one? I always forget about Belle. I'm oddly not. Yeah. She's, she's, she's unremarkable. Emma true. Watson, I think, brought a lot to the character. I did too. Although I never saw the movie. I just saw critiques of the movie. Photos, yeah. <laughs> yeah, critiques of the movie but, on YouTube. But like an example, <laughs> like so everyone else, just go watch Lindsay Ellis' video on YouTube about Woke Disney. But the, like, the premise is, is that they, they do like pats on the back and like they nod to some of the they almost always seem to solve issues that weren't really the big ones Mm -hmm. and then gloss over the important ones like in Dumbo you know there's an entire racist song and so they just ignore that there's no crows in in the new one they but they they comment about uh they had a whole little bit about Dumbo who got drunk and you know sees the pink elephants fly Mm -hmm. and so they made some jokes about that it's like haha you know, Little like, Mermaid's the worst. Don't get it dr- drunk for that. Was, and then they go and I actually uh, had a conversation. Give up your the voice, use stuff. your looks, and a man right. will fall in love with you. Oh no, it's the worst story. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's, it's some like and in and in the original, it's you know, was she like thirteen or something? So it's some like little preteen, uh, horny little preteen. Yeah, horny little I mean, preteen. Find me a man. And then yeah, she's like, <laughs> Daddy, I love him. I've never spoken to him in my yeah. life. 
but I'm going to give up my voice and go get them. Well, there's also the old Disney things. I can't remember, but someone went through and, you know, they count all the lines, like spoken by female characters. Yeah. And like the ratio. And even in the princess movies, it's like incredibly low. Why? Up until now, uh, when it finally improved. Question for you. I'm still thinking about, so the the, the princess I'm most attracted to is Jasmine, obviously, mm. that you just can't, you'll never change my mind about that. Okay. But what I would pose a question to you, because I actually heard, I don't know if it was Freakonomics, they talked about it. Yes, it was. I think they were featuring Gina Davis in this whole princess. Yeah. It, I wanted, I don't want to call it indoctrination, but I think it kind of is. Okay. Indoctrination. Would you, if you had daughters, would you show them Disney movies? Yes. The princess movies. And yes. why? I still think that there is history there. Like, I wouldn't not teach my children about history, even though it was wrong, so that you can learn to learn from Okay, them. cool. And how would you try to juxtapose that to the real realities of their capabilities and where their place in the future world? Well, I would definitely talk about Little Mermaid as, you know, you wouldn't do this. Why? Not because you're not listening to your father, not because you're not listening to your parents, not because you don't want to explore the world. There's a lot of value in getting out there and wanting to see different things, especially from where you grew up in. But your voice is your power. <clears throat> Never give up your voice for something else. I will always call them beautiful. <clears throat> no, and Because they will be beautiful because <clears throat> you, they can be beautiful inside and out. But you don't give up your voice for anybody. Not for a man, not for a woman, whoever you're attracted to, not for a friend. Yeah. Well, that, I, I think because me and Drew only we just listen to the same podcast and then we slowly realize it over time. Mm -hmm. I think that's where I'm getting that podcast, the Freakonomics, Gina Davis. Mm -hmm. It's a good one where I'm getting like the like the data about like the amount of lines in like the content. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's like the is the vegetable test or the whatever. There's that test where it's just for for any film, it's like does it pass the I probably not pronouncing it right, the B test. Where um, I don't know much about it, so oh, I mean, it's like a it one thing for any film. Like whenever a film comes out, they're like, "Does this pass this?" And basically, it's like, you know, like do the female characters speak, and also when they speak, are they just talking about a man? And a vast majority of films mm. fail this test because it's like, oh, even That's though they're frozen, is great. Even mm. though they're like female characters or even like female leads or strong female leads it's like often like the content of what they're talking about is always about a dude or about a yeah. relationship mm -hmm. and rarely rarely do you see two female characters interact on screen that are talking about normal stuff did that count the songs I don't know that's a good question but Gina Davis had this it's whole my thing. own it was but super it's a good question well, I, I wanna I wanna speak about that though because that's so interesting and why we need more diversity really? in creative roles in the leadership mm -hmm. role. Because honestly, as a male, uh, and I was raised by my grandmother, my mother, I love them dearly. I've been imbued with the female perspective my entire life because my mom and I have always talked. We've always been really close. Mm -hmm. She's always tried to really ingrain in my brain to look at things from a female perspective. Mm -hmm. uh, still, when I think about myself and I think about stories, I do frame it from a male perspective. Sure. So I'm wondering if a lot of the fact that a lot of these these tests are needed are as a result because there aren't women in leadership roles telling these stories. Yeah. To have that perspective because I don't I don't even know if it's 100% malice either. No, 
know. I think, and I you also know. think that that's part of history, mm-hmm. and we're getting there. Like yeah. even Frozen Two, Kristen Bell talks all the time about her characters are based off of a lot of what she goes through mm-hmm. and what she wants to teach her kids and what yeah. she wants to teach people. <laughs> and to I think it's valuable. From. And that's, I, I mean, I don't know for certain, but I would doubt a lot of Disney movies back then were based off of those evil books based off of but Brothers Grimm. Hans, yeah. Brothers Grimm. Right. So it, um, and, nah, wait, that's the 20,000 think... Leagues Under the Sea. Oh. I was talking about Brothers Grimm. Yeah, Brothers Grimm. Uh, yes, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So, but also, the you know, there's also, I, I would hope, I, I'm not a parent, so I'm, I can't call myself a good parent or wouldn't know yet, but I think that there's a positive way to spin everything. I think yeah. that they're all people who follow their dreams and I would want my kids to know that. Parental guidance suggested. <laughs> but you know being able to guide them to think i would do it differently if i were um ariel but mm. at the end of the day she followed her dreams mm-hmm. i might not yeah hans christian dreams. anderson wrote little <laughs> movies frozen little mermaid thumbelina like all these um. those stories because brothers Grimm, it's more like what hansel and gretel and stuff uh like snow white i think right yeah, yeah anyway it's like, from these old things but yeah. jumping on but yeah, like these tests, I think one of the the issues is, and I agree with you, which mm-hmm. is good because we'll, we will we will directly be coming to this. Is what? Like, I don't think avoiding. That's <laughs> right. I don't think avoiding things is a good idea. No. And I think that's part of the problem with the the woke Disney. It's exactly what they're doing is that they avoid addressing the actual bad stuff and then address. Other things like okay, Lefou, he must be gay, and then ignore the racist stuff. Mm. Like, like oh, they could have commented on that, like the actual things that need to be talked about, mm-hmm. and I then they do enough to placate, like give itself a pat on the back. Um, I also like the idea of presenting things as we live in a black, white, and gray world. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that Little Mermaid's a good movie. I can enjoy the music. I can say that she can follow her dreams, but I can also say. Something Those dreams is, are fucked up. <laughs> or like this is wrong yeah. and good, wrong, and everything in between. Yeah. So maybe having like a, a family meeting after watching the <laughs> after every movie. You know, at the, so what'd you think of the movie, Johnny? Okay, here's a power a 12 slide PowerPoint present. As you can see in section 12. But also, is it crazy to think that like our kids could be watching those movies on a totally different device? Oh, yeah, oh they no, will. they will be. They'll well, be. they'll just probably upload it. It'll I be on love, their glasses. <laughs> yeah, right. I love thinking of things that are like, you know, the line, when I was your age, Pluto was a planet. And then when I was your age, Pluto wasn't a planet. And then when I was your age, Pluto was well, a planet. Well, our kids are going to be like, when I was your age, I lived on Pluto or something like that. <laughs> when I was your age, we... My granddaddy had to mine phosphorus on yeah. Pluto and send it back here. I didn't even see him growing up. Weird. You know? uh, iRobot was the, I think the setting was 2023. Oh, that's hilarious. Wow. Dude, some of the, I car- live concept in the cars I've seen look similar to those cars yeah. in 2023. Will Smith still looks the same, so it's Truth. believable. True. I can't wait for Bad Boys to come out. Bad Boy. I'm seeing the ads everywhere. I saw a little bit of his genie performance. Not bad. He did it like Will Smith, and I think it's unfair to juxtapose it to. Well, I actually heard a lot Robin of good Williams. praise for him, uh, like when because I didn't, of course, didn't see it, but reading a lot of the reviews, a lot of people were giving him a lot of credit. They're like, "Oh, he's like one of the he has few a good, bright spots." Yeah, a good, a good spin. I think he, I think he would have done it well. I, I'm gonna watch it. I really want to see it because I'm a big Will Will Stan Will Smith stan. Will Stan Smith. Stan Smith. Stan 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 Smith. Will. I don't know how that Same. got in my. 
thought train. I think he's but great. I think he, I love him. he was my, my my male role model growing up before Obama. Good choice. Good choice. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, I want to be like him. He's, he's I want to hear. My coworker has a cutout of him in her <laughs> office and it's behind the door. So like if you open the door and go in and as you're going out, it looks like someone is standing behind the door. Yeah. Does Who's she pretend that? that it's Hitch? Does she pretend that he's get she's getting dating advice from him behind the door? Oh my God, no, but I will now. Be like, she's married. <laughs> oh yeah, that's then that joke doesn't land well. Oh, but that movie's on Netflix now. We should watch it. I watched Hitch. You've seen that, right? Uh, yeah. I used to watch Hitch before I went on dates. <laughs> That's Every time. So cute. Yeah, just That's so I could so be like. So I used to watch uh, Pursuit of Happiness before I went on dates. Before you went on dates. Oh, yeah. Just so you could see what real struggle looks yeah. like. So I, so I remind him it's just like, I'll pick up the tab. Like nah, you, you 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 arrive in the date in a in a brown trench coat and you pull out a Rubik's cube and just you're furiously like and then I, <laughs> and then I try to sell her medical equipment. So that's medical true. equipment and be like, I'm trying to be a stockbroker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but those dates are always weird. You should promote <clears throat> not needing to pick up the tab. That should be, I think, an old. Oh yeah, no, no. We're yeah. I'm a big fan of. Uh, we split the bill on our first date. On split the bill. We did. Really? And look, I, we're I still. Feel, I feel. Day. I feel very nervous about that because anytime I've ever split the bill, I, to, I didn't get. I didn't get a second date. Well, I only you get second dates if I pay. Yeah. Yeah. None of those worked out either. So I don't know. You don't want to be with those women. We I went on a date. And then I Shout out, out to women. That is not what's what's going to make a good relationship if the man pays for the first time. That's not what's going to make the good relationship. You planned a wonderful date that we were on for what? Like five Louder hours? Louder for the mic. Five hours. You planned the whole thing to a T. Didn't right. And uh, we split the bill and it was so great. And here we are. Uh, I know. That's really, thank you for vindicating. Because I, I do want a give and take relationship. I don't want to be somebody's job. You know? I don't want to be somebody that sees as a lottery ticket win. Like, I think that everyone's concept is that they should obviously pay for the first deal and then we'll split it later when we're in the relationship. But why is that the standard of entering into the relationship? Well, it's just, it's an all. That's not, well, I guess if you plan a really good date, like if, if I went to a crappy dinner and I paid maybe, but you, you, so I just got to plan, I just got to plan dates better. I can't just be like, Hey, you want to go get ramen with me? Have a dope conversation. I got well, yours isn't harder more. because we met. It's a little different if it's that first one because we got set up, so we had an initial meeting before an actual date. That's true. So that's probably that's a little cool. Different. That's different. The app's different. So I was able to have. Did you buy me a drink though? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, uh, the first time? Yeah, probably. I don't want her first. I think so. Yeah, I went first... for beers. So I went up to the thing. I don't want her first impression of me to be that I'm not altruistic and that I'm not generous and that, that money is a problem for me. But why is money the generosity? To me, the generosity was that. Well, because you could have been doing anything else during this time, but you decided you to do. spend it with me. And do. I'm very appreciative that I want you to be taken care of. But I would, I would implore men and women to think of uh, something else to be generous with versus their money. Okay. That's that's a great that's a great way, and I, I'm open to feedback. You have any ideas on how I could be uh, altruistic on a first date? That your body. I really thought the time. My body. That's always on the table, my I guy. Think I'm a Why do you think I made this? Podcast. No, I made this playground, yo. Like 
I'm playing, girl. Like, yeah. I'm altruistic as fuck. Drew's like, yeah, Drew, I'm so altruistic. <laughs> Come through. I'm generous. I'm so generous. I'm so generous. I'm so generous. I'll pick up the I'll dinner. pick you. I'll pick you up like Simba. Simba. Why do you think I do kettlebell exercises? No, Put kettlebell. me in, coach. <laughs> so thanks for coming on the pod, Amy. Oh yeah. And um, yeah, what else should we? So we've got oh, first yeah. Dates, so got what Disney. Disney princess are you? Oh, yeah. I don't know. So my dark horse, I always talk about this. One of my favorite. My dark horse is the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Why are you, congrats? I tell you this all the time. I just whispered it to him. Oh, I mouthed yeah. it to him. Yeah. So but mm-hmm. I don't know. And I don't really know why. Because it's got problems, too. And, so you're Quasimodo? But I'm Quasimodo. And I'm trying to be an Esmeralda. Oh, yeah. um, but I'm Sexually quasi. liberated. I got, I'm a sexually liberated uh, <laughs> gypsy princess. Oh, yeah. But not a princess. I know. She's not a princess. Well, because she's also not a princess in the movie at all. She's just a... You know, your run of the mill. Alice is a princess. Alice, Alice in one of Alice is a prin- Disney princess. No, she's not. Yes, she is. According she's to not. Kingdom Hearts lore, she is. Not according to the Disney princess franchise. Did we Google this? Damn. I feel okay, like we need, I, yeah, they yeah, need I, a, I totally set myself up because I said I could it's do okay. it and I did See, but see, this is this your first podcast you've Jane, ever been on? Jane from Tarzan is not correct. This is no, part no, of the problem with doing a podcast. Everything you say is a setup. So like... I feel bad when I can't come with receipts. We say things and don't fact check. Okay, okay. Wait, I want, I guess. We need our guests to know who the real Disney princess is. Well, we got to get a Jamie. Oh, of course. Uh, Rapunzel. Oh, yeah. Duh. Damn. Um, I'm not good with Disney princesses, though. That's fair. I'm the. I wonder, I wonder, who would I be, though? Wait, it was pretty close. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, Pocahontas. Oh, yeah. Shout out. Shout also, out. To- I think that's also, all I was missing. Yeah, it's, it's, between, it's between Jasmine and Pocahontas. Yeah. I love Pocahontas, strong. though. Yeah, Pocahontas be strong, too. Yeah, she's strong. Yeah. But yeah, I, 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 love, I love Frozen, too. You guys should see it. She, she fell in love with the white man, she though, it. man. She saw Frozen, too? She liked it. What way would you say? Pocahontas fell in love with the white man, though. Man. Wh- I, I know that's my favorite Disney quote. I say it all the time. That white man is dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Like no, I need to, I need to get that as like my text. Ooh, like my text I think Moana's becoming that white, a that white man is dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> Just as a reminder. God, classic Disney, both siding. Uh, <laughs> I guess I would say I'd probably be Mulan because I like to take my future into my own hands. It looks like Moana is becoming a Disney princess. Exciting. Wait, what? Dope. Good. Uh, I am Moana. No, I know. Who. Moana? I like Moana. But, she, but that like also makes too. sense because she's actually like a princess. I like Moana. I would probably the, say I'm Moana. But then the if the ones who didn't, I think, married into it. So like... Uh, Typical. Meghan Markle. Mulan. <laughs> Good one, dude. Mulan dude, married reason. into it. Same. I think on her own merit, she becomes worthy of being a princess. Moana? I would want to... Mulan. Oh no! I mean Mulan. Sorry, oh, too, so super. badass. Yeah. She's well, she does badass. though. Yeah, that's gotta count. Honestly, aren't the first Princess emperors Diana. and and silk slippers versus wooden shoes? The first emperors and leaders are the wooden shoes people that lead a revolution. See, the problem is, Drew, Amy hasn't listened to pod, so she doesn't know what we're talking about. Dan Carlin, we li- we listen to these podcasts called uh, Hardcore History. I tell it all the time. I talk and, to your to Dan, your dad, about this. So essentially, there is this notion of history over time. You have a government that takes seat, 
whether that's a mo- uh, 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 sorry a uh, autocratic or a, autocratic yeah. or a democratic regime, right? And it usually comes from a bloody revolution. So these people are the smartest of the smart. They're they're logisticians. They understand policy. They understand like delegation. They get how government works. But right. then, in, especially in autocracies, they pass well, they it on to their kids. Yeah. Their kids didn't work for it. They grow up in opulence. They grow up in wealth. They grow up with what we call silt slippers. They don't really... And a lot of times, the first generation is okay. Second generation is a little bit more pampered because you want to make their life better for your kids. That's this natural inclination. And eventually you get a lot of soft, uneducated people that have been pampered their whole lives and Uh don't understand the value of hard work. Mm. Uh, I forget where I was going with the wooden shoes. What was the wooden shoes? I don't know why. Mulan needs to rule China because she's a wooden shoes case. I see. She fought for it. Fought for it. It shouldn't be, it wasn't handed to her because she just happened to be born. Yeah. Which is ironic because I'm pretty sure he used that metaphor in the one about the Mongolians. <laughs> yeah. The one who, yeah, oops. So, yeah, I know. So, there, there is this push. It, once you have a society of professional politicians, you then begin getting into silk slippers. And whenever you get into the age of silk slippers, you're conquered. Look at Rome, look at the Byzantine Empire. Look at the Achaemenid Persian Empire with the, fight, Mas- with the Macedonian fight tough, overcome, army. and then over time decline because exactly not what's going on in America, right? That's why I'm like, let's like put on some wooden shoes and like get some really brilliant people who understand the value of hard work at the helm instead of people. I got it. We need a Hunger Games. Oh, God. That's, I, that's yeah, I play Fortnite all the time. It it's doesn't like it usually doesn't end well for death. me. No, so we just we have we already have states, so we pit them against each other, and then this we just the have. Time this has happened today. Burr, 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 from Vermont. Oh yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. We have to make it super patriotic. Oh yeah, Stars so the fifty state. Pray, I'd be afraid well, of the hundred verse twenty-four. Who would That's you good. be afraid of? The the candidates which from state? which state? Who would you be most afraid of? Texas. Uh, oh, well, Texas. No, Texas would be like the powerhouse. Like they train all of their districts people there, so That's their states. Exactly why Texas would invest all these funds into just having like these super bulky people. New but York. New York. New York. New York and Jersey. Be- <laughs> we, I mean, we uh, give Jersey crap, but they're they're. But they're what's riders. the what's that random can state? I, can like I can I go on can I go on the on the record for saying I'm afraid of Florida? Oh uh, God! All bath salted up <laughs> and ready to eat people, my face. And people wouldn't be ready to kill old people. Oh I yeah, I think that that'd be hard. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I wonder. Yeah, what would be the dark like Arkansas? Like no one, the, everyone would underestimate Alaska, bruh. They they're wilderness. They, they, yeah, they hunt, dude. And hide. They hunt. I bet and they, they just, hide. And they're, yeah, they're on they're meth, the too. <laughs> like, they're, they're, they just go and survive. It's true. I'm, like, meth. afraid of the drug addicts with superhuman strength. That'd be, like, Hawaii. Took some peyote. But people who thrive in MDMA. Vegas, too, I feel like would just figure yeah. something out. But I'm, they, I'm still, I think, yeah. like, a random state would just surprise us, like, Arkansas. Because they've just experienced a lot that's of why shit. Nova- no that's why I'm throwing about. Nevada in there. That's your yeah, dark horse Nevada. state? Nevada the- is my dark horse. My dark horse would be either Wyoming or Idaho. Because, because we always forget about Because them. they're quiet. You don't yeah, know the what third, they're cooking up. The fourth person in the first one was just a hider. Yeah. She's got, like, a but she's got But she's got, she's, she can snipe. 
I don't like the thought anymore, though. It's it's a dark thought. It's a dark thought. This is why we, we play out our dark thoughts. Hung, Hunger Games. I, I think that the story's already been taught and we saw that that doesn't work. So, <laughs> in a science fiction universe. Basically, it's on my mind because we, like so. we finally like finished. We finally finished. That I mean, at the end of the day, uh, when we live when we live uh, in a democracy, we do have to deal with whomever is voted, and that's part of having faith in the democracy and like really being present, and understanding that it is incumbent upon us and our activity in the democracy for it to function healthily. Mm-hmm. So I think this is a rude awakening and one that Rome really didn't get the opportunity for because they went to the Autocrat. Well, and plus for a little, it's yeah, it's like Hickory's uh, history. Hickory. Hickory. Hickory, my hometown, Freudian slip because they would lose in the Hunger Games. Did you hear? But, so when you got in my car, I was listening yeah. to Ed Calderon on Joe Rogan. What's his statistic? He, uh, I'm gonna butcher this, but he is a veteran on the war of drugs, and he was talking about how the cartel controls regions in Mexico like literally yeah. the government, well, government doesn't have any control the 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 the, the cartel paves the roads they they build the schools they build the hospitals well, that's not different They've in the done middle the east hearts and minds. it's at a point Ed Calderon's talking like and he said this right when I turned on Magnolia he said these words Joe Rogan asked him hey Ed so uh if you went on the strip and you're a betting man and you said uh you would put money on, like, how many years do you think it would take before there are U.S. Uh, soldier boots on the ground in Mexico to combat the ever-growing threat to American democracy because of the cartels? He said five years. Wow. Yeah. Bro. And he's on the front lines. He sees this. The fact that it's not talked about in the media in a non-fear-mongering way, but an actual educational way of the situation that's going on in the country to our southern border, it is deteriorating at a way, not only just because of the cartel, but because of the corrupt government Mm -hmm. and how there's just nobody, in a lot of cases, the cartel protects people from the government and vice versa. It's just It's the same situation and it's just close to us. The problem is, so you bump into this, that was... The hard part about us going into the Middle East, besides the whole, you know, whole set of, you know, thousands of years of baggage and conflict that you just couldn't understand and just like are near unresolvable. Yeah. But with the a lot of these terrorist organizations is they do horrible things and the people hate them. But, you know, they also hate colonialist impressions and us coming in there too, outsiders. And while, yes, like this terrorist organization, like Al-Qaeda, is hated – because they endanger the people there. They are also, them and the Taliban were loved locally because they're the providers. Their, their government wasn't building their roads, building their schools. And so even though um, we just assume because they're, you know, if you broke the law, you get killed or something like that, that, you know, like, okay, these people are, are oppressed, we need to free them. But one of the issues is we show up there, it's very clear they did not want us there. Because it's like, yes, this, this is an evil, but it's a known evil. So what, and this evil builds our schools. So what is this? So what does this do? So how do we, this still, may, it may, the case that you're building and the way, the way you bring this up really just in my mind solidifies that it wasn't a good idea to go over there in the first place when we have somewhere. Well, I think almost because it's across agree. the Atlantic Ocean, like in real actuality, 
we have a real problem in Mexico and there are people that are that are getting killed and we're not actually like it's the most violent time in Mexico's history period right now right fucking now and the only reason why we're paying attention is because of the Mormon settlement that got massacred in Mexico uh, the American Mormon uh the dual citizenships. So we're starting to become aware of it, but like if we really cared about freedom and democracy, we would really be working in tandem and better with the Mexican government and really trying to help make well, sure people healthier, are being killed in the streets. A healthier right? Mexico is better for us. And the war on drugs. I think yeah. we would really see that the real reason that the cartels have power is because of the illicit nature of drugs. And if we figure out a way to educate people, treat people, and make it so drugs aren't, like, a it's way valuable. for people to... Yeah, it's valuable. How do we kill the mafia and the mob? Tax evasion. We, we <laughs> legalized alcohol. Yeah. Well, it's not taboo. Yeah. Do you guys have data to show that people are listening this far into your episodes? No. I don't know if we have the analytics. I think we have to pay a third party for our hosting site. We just see yeah, like hosting. total time. Yeah, we, we just don't throw, see, yeah, yeah, yeah. See but the average time. No, but you said the average time was what? Oh, forty-five like minutes. It's an hour. Yeah, like well, there you go. And we have hour and a half long episodes usually, typically hour and forty-five. Why are you fading? No. We just got yeah. real deep, real quick. No, no, that, that's what happens. It's, it's like we joke, we it's joke like about our joke, wieners, wieners joke, and then Disney, it's like, oh, Mexican cartel. The machines are gonna fuck us. Like, well, the thing that's unique about the Mexico situation, no, besides being us, is it's it should be a little easier to tackle. In that, for instance, the Middle East example, a lot of these terror organizations that's coaxed within. Not only is it business, but it's religion, mm. and cartel is business. It's it's almost feels like a religious business, but there, you know, it's like there's, there's money in here. Uh, local government officials that are in occupied cartel establishments are just getting paid triple what they can from the government. 100%. And why would they do that? And it's like, Hey, you know, we're off the grid, we're off the law, but mm-hmm. there's a sense of order. People get their school build their day to day. They see that they get support from the cartel. Mm-hmm. And that's similar, but it, because it's a business, there's something we can do to tackle it versus where it's coaxed in religion or that where it's deep-seated, where it's it's really, imp- instead of just purely from, a, you know, your day-to-day, they're supporting me, it's a big business, um, it's dangerous for me to talk out, I'll get killed, but hey, like, yeah. I can live within this versus, like, bringing in religious connotations and that mentality to where it's beyond this world. Like, it should be a little easier to tackle because we know the source. It's cartel. It's money. It's not a t- – the cartel is business and day-to-day, mm-hmm. and there's a source at it. It's not an ideology. Yeah, I, not I see it. what you're saying. I see your – so it's, 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 it's easier to uproot. It's difficult, but it should be easier. It's not an ideology. Yeah. It's just – it's a lack of economic opportunity. Yeah. Like, there's – if people could make a lot more money doing something that isn't harmful, they would do it. Yeah. Like I was watching some Vice News articles talking about like the uh, cacao, the coca yeah. uh, growers in Colombia. 
And they were talking about if the government would give us a more sustainable, just give us a better product, something different to grow. This is the only thing we can grow. And the government keeps taking it away from us because they want, because America's putting pressure to like reduce the production of cocaine. But look, these people, so these people are going to starve. What are they going to do? I think it's, it's so funny that we have these places in Silicon Valley and, no, you're fine. Silicon Valley that are growing. The oil businesses are thriving. But we haven't really found a way as automation comes, as jobs become more uh, rare. We haven't figured out a new way to generate wealth mm-hmm. in places that really their only value, at least in terms of the way the government provides for the people, is mm-hmm. through drugs. So, like, how can we fix that? That seems like such a big problem. It is. With, a, with no easy solution. Like any of these. And a new issue that other countries are bumping into, like India and China are bumping into this, is so now we know climate change is coming. Oh, and so here, we need The problem is yeah. we need to yeah. reduce, you know, the use of oil, use of coal, these other things. But a lot of these other countries that have now recently emerged, like they like have China to skip it. And, and it, yeah, it's like, wait, it's it's kind of unfair to them and yeah. a lot of countries in Africa. in Africa because it's like, hey, you used all this stuff to jumpstart and to get to where you are today. Also to rape what, us of our yeah. resources. And it's like, right? what the what the hell are we going to do? Mm-hmm. Because like we have to do something. It's too expensive for them to go green. They yeah. barely just started using coal and gas. And so like that's a new issue we're going to bump into to where yep. America can't afford the transition. No. But other countries can't. They won't. And so yeah. we just got to- It's got to be affordable. Yeah. It's, we got to find some way to make it sustainable for them to not shortchange us because that's what you're going to bump into. It's- We've already done the new grant, but around like these other countries, it's like, hey, you have them. Why can't we have them? And there's not a really great answer to prevent another country from doing what you past did. That's how we got uh, the world wars, particularly with Japan and Germany. They came into real power late after a lot of the world had already been colonialized. Mm-hmm. Germany comes in, it becomes Let's just not make a superpower yet. But yeah, Let's well, like all the of them, Reich. it's like Let's it was unfair it. to them and Japan because mm-hmm. all these other countries had expanded, mm-hmm. taken over taken places, up all of the taken up all the resources, and then they weren't know, given years them away. Later, yeah, like Germany didn't have a bunch of colonies. There Japan was no, didn't have a bunch of colonies. And there was no UN. There was no yeah. like international trade to help yeah. pe- to prevent people from war. Yeah, and so yeah. they wanted to just do part of it from their angle, from their side is they wanted to be able to do what all the other countries had done. Yeah, they because they like Japan in it especially is a place that doesn't have a lot of natural resources. Speaking of natural resources, did you know they found the largest lithium mine in the world in Mexico? And because of that, China oh. is now oh. starting to invest in illegally mining Mexican lithium. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Well, so China, but they've been in just heavily. Invest- so that's another flashpoint, possibly for a war with China. China's been heavily investing faking in Africa. Faking news podcast, you guys. Yeah. No, I like that. Yeah, well, I'm yeah. faking this news. I don't really. Yeah. I don't but China's been seats. heavily investing in all throughout Africa. Uh-huh. Uh, and like the problem for us is yeah. like, you know, it's if you're in there, you're local. If you're a presence there, that's good for your business. It's how we were able to grow by putting American stuff all over the place, you know, making English the international business language, mm-hmm. you know, using U.S. currencies. Mm-hmm. Uh, by being a president, it is a benefit. So that's one of the dangers of our isolationism. Yeah. Is that it's, it puts us in a weaker position because 
you know, the whole idea behind the expansion of democracy is it's like better us there than the enemy, so to speak. And even though, yeah, yeah. then it just gets into ideology what's yeah. better. But any system that we create, humans, until we learn empathy on a massive level, we are going to take advantage of a system in order to gain more than other people. It's literally human nature, at, at least primitive human nature. I think that we need to continue to evolve. And I think we're starting to. Speaking of yeah. primitive human nature, thanks, Amy, for coming on the podcast. Um, so you've been doing Bujo. Are you calling her primitive, bro? <laughs> <laughs> so what we do is we always do random segues. I see uh, that. We, we, we got to stop, man. Where's we're better we? than this. Where's we're, the we're, we're yeah, we're better than this, we're man. Getting, I, I'm going to say that you keep doing So, so well, as, as a frequent listener of the podcast, you, uh, uh, you, you'd, you'd, you'd certainly know. But our strategy, our strategy. Yeah, uh, I forgot. I wanted to, we, we wanted to talk about the future. It's the beginning of the year. And you are one of the few, if not the only person I know who successfully completed their New Year's resolution. Did. Last last year. What did you do? I did a bullet journal, which is like a, you know, yeah. decently hippie trend. Uh-huh. But uh, my friend from work did it. She's actually coming over later. We're going to do it again. I was just finding very much that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, um, I wasn't finding any notebooks that worked for me and my t- normal to-do lists also weren't working for me. I'd like yeah, miss deadlines, I'm, yeah, miss things. I'm struggling too. Yeah. And she did it. And I, if you ask either of my parents, I, I did want toys. I wasn't like immune to toys, but I also would walk into a store and really, really want a journal, a diary. And I would spend hours working on like my first diary entry, my first journal entry. And then every other page would be blank. There's a lot of empty journals in my house or was so I was very doubtful that I would be able to do this but I didn't so I track things like my normal to do's but then I track things like my spending habits and my stress level habits and people's birthdays and um that's really thoughtful I'm not very thoughtful like like that but I take time to like draw it out which is using that other half of my brain that I really enjoy tapping into like a puzzle like I just find that like and, and you should see piece. this thing. It's impressive. It. So it's each, each page is a piece of artwork because it's designed. It's not a preset planner. You should Instagram it. You go through. And I mean, I'm just super impressed because you stuck to it. I think there's something you'd probably, you'd say, because you put oh, totally. in, because you put in the effort of designing it and deciding what goes in it, that probably helped. Well, I mean, it certainly helps with the satisfaction, but it probably helps drive do you see him? Keeping it up. Because I briefly kept a calendar of mm-hmm. like activities. Like, did I practice like little things? And I didn't want to do the bullet journal thing because I was like, oh, I'm not, I didn't want to sink hours into just, you know, designing a layout. But I lo- that's the but whole thing. I didn't stick to it. I don't do She's hours every day, I think is the key. People think that I'm like going home and like spending all of my free time doing this. I do it once a month leading up to the next month or mm. when I have a That's specific good. So it's like a thing check-in. coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Camille would come over or I'll like need to do it or whatever. But it really, I find that I'm always looking for habits. You asked me about habits mm-hmm. uh, that use that other half of my brain that like, I, you know, the other thing about the, it, that's the old one. I know, I just, okay. just completed but like, so she made all of this. Oh, that's dope. Like, it's just these Saving bullets. for a doggy. And now he's here. That's really impressive. Can you you. teach me how to do this? 
Because I feel like I should. Because it, it looks like it'd be really good for your goals. Yeah, it's really and I have good for my so goals. Many, yeah. I have an, I'm an ideas person. I'm an ideas person. Yeah. So. So, yeah, I, I like, because I, I do really find creative. that, like, when I'm, my, my not good habit of needing to de-stress is watching TV. It turns mm. off my brain. But what I really actually need is something that eliminates the stress part of my brain but doesn't turn it off mm-hmm. and it's like making it smarter and not dumber mm-hmm. and stuff like puzzles and my bullet journal are two things that calm my brain without needing tv and tapping mm-hmm. into it seems like a real yeah win-win because it's creative it's also very functional and useful yeah and it's and consistent it's yeah and you've done it you did it i need to do year. that with my music like just music production mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. making beats and just <laughs> Just making beats it. and it, it just caused me a lot of stress because doing things that I'm not good at gives me stress. Yeah, yeah. no, I understand that. And most of the things that I do day in and day out are stuff I'm not really comfortable doing. Podcasting, mm-hmm. improv comedy, guitar, learning jazz. But they do say doing right. things that make you uncomfortable is like the, 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 thing the to first do. yeah, the first thing to do to a healthier future. Cause <sighs> And you get more comfortable when you're doing more things. The war of art. The war yeah. of art. Fight the resistance. Just just a little bit every day. Aw, doge. Doge. Doggy. Oh, so what are some of your new... Yeah. Like, what's, what's new? That, since you completed the bullet journal last year. Yeah, what's... Unless it's about resolution. What's next on your plate? What's, yeah, how are what's you gonna, in your bullet journal now? How are you going well, to grow? you are both men, but I am tracking my period. Shout out, ladies. Hey, ladies. ladies. Uh, Because I find that it has a lot to do with my overall health. And if Mm. I understand it, I I feel as though I understand it a lot. But if I understand it even more, I can approach every month, day, week. And when you know that it's something you can tell, it's like a diagnostic, right? You can kind of tell when something's not right. And you go back and take stock of what you've done. And I can also put a lot of blame to it. Like if I'm sad, it's not because I'm having a bad day or something's wrong. It's because my emotions and my hormones are out of whack and I can rationalize that feeling instead Mm -hmm. of like questioning the world around me. Mm -hmm. One thing you had done. That's the weirdest thing is when your perception changes. One thing you had done in the original was kind of track like a general mood. Was it like a happy set? Yeah, I didn't do, I didn't finish it though. It was too hard. So instead, I made a year one and instead uh, I'm going to make month ones. Gotcha. Um, so that I can hopefully get a better hold of it. But it's a smart idea because then I guess in like one location, instead of keeping like, you know, our typical what you do in reality, like loose mental track of like, oh, you know, I had, I, I was sick, you know, three months ago. Oh, I had my period last week. Or, oh, I had a big important meeting three weeks, like all these like separate things that affect your reality. Mm-hmm. Um, you can now like see them all in like one location yep. and you put effort into putting it in there, which is how we know we remember things. Uh, and then you can see it. And like, I guess it's like nice. You can, you have data kind of like, yeah. unlike our, unlike our podcast, mm-hmm. you have data to, to track and kind of what's like data. Make, make a actual, um, yeah. adjustments and awareness of I'm trying to get things. I have the, I obviously did keep track of my bullet journal and I really do love it but out of all the things that was not something I was good so it started off with just like every day a, a different mood was a different color but I wasn't keeping up with it and then I was trying to do roses and thorns and I was doing it 
but not off. I was really trying to give credit to the day that something good and something bad usually happens. Mm-hmm. Like even on the worst day, something good happened. Mm-hmm. But even that was like, if I didn't do it on the day, I would usually remember the bad, the bad and be like really trying to put effort to putting in the good. And it was kind of depressing me more. That's that's human. Are you yeah. switching that's to human. were you going to do something with like a number system? So instead of just a black and white. Oh, like, I tried oh. that, too. I tried that. too. Oh. Yeah. Hey, you just gave me an idea. OK, because I've been trying to think about Twitter. <laughs> and how to make content for Twitter. Section no. Tweeting something good that happened to me today, no matter how big or small. I like that. And I think that's super positive. I think people need look more for good more than we think. Yeah. It is our nature to assume the worst and look for the bad, but we want the good. That seems like a really fun project. What should I call it? Marketing genius. Good news podcast. Good news the Twitter. Good news. good news tweets. Good news club. Good, good uh, that, club. Good no, no, I like good. the good news club. I yeah. like that. That because that that, that that inspires inspiration oh, um, or, sure or interaction with people. Sure Would you be my first it, participant? Hashtag make good sure news you make club. It before you post this podcast, and then guys, I'm gonna do it follow, right after we finish. Hold on, let's see. Oh, you on Twitter? Oh, I'm on Twitter, but it's all retweets of my boss. <laughs> <laughs> as you as uh, as it should good. be. Oh, he's asking to go out. Good news. I can't spell. Club. Do you want me to run them out real quick? Sure. I'll run them out real quick. Do, do you want to, do you want to like kind of yeah. wrap it up? Yeah, yeah actually, we're actually losing some sunlight. sunlight. All right. Uh, okay. But so thanks again, Andy, for coming on. Ending on the Good News on. Club. Katie, we're going to end on the Good News Club. I always like ending on good news. I always want the bad news first and then. Thank you for having news. me. What's a piece of good news? Hmm. What's happened in your life? Uh, oh, I was going to go more general than that. Let's um, hear. Just something, just something good. Anything good? Yeah, anything good. Shiloh hasn't peed in the house in a couple months. As he's drinking water, I so he's we're water. pushing our luck. Let's find some wood. Shiloh, subscribe. What about you, Trevor? What's some good news? I'm just feeling better about this year, just in general. We're That's nothing good. Specific. 2020 is going to be a like good. 2020 year. is going to be better, and we've talked about this too. We like have, we, yeah. We We're think striving it's, I mean, it's it. still, you know, there's still always going to be changes, but uh, beyond awareness, like putting some things into action, mm-hmm. um, it feels it feels good to, I think the one thing we're going to be looking for is trying to develop some sense of consistency and also like mm-hmm. sp- focusing on the small increments, mm-hmm. building the habits, things we've talked about, mm-hmm. it, developing the habits. Yeah, thinking of not goals but habits. Okay, buddy, you're um, coming. For instance, like yeah. I'm also trying Shout to feel good about being uncomfortable. Yeah, which I, I, like uh, patterns are in our nature, but it also tends to hold us back from doing what we want because what we want usually starts with something that's not new, which makes makes it uncomfortable. So I'm mm-hmm. trying to get more comfortable with the uncomfortable. I I couldn't agree with you more. What about I, you, Drew? I'm trying to, I saw a friend of mine um, on Facebook say that as we go into 2020, don't look at what went wrong, look at what went right, and then yeah. double down on that. And I guess what has always gone right for my life and what paradoxically went right when I did it was just not caring about what people thought and just putting my shit out there. 
That's a big thing. Just just do it. Not not getting caught up in like my own self-perception or who I because I've built up over the few years like who I think I'm supposed to be. Mm, and mm-hmm. that's changing. Yeah, I and get that. I'm afraid to share the changes with people because I'm afraid they're not gonna like me anymore. I totally understand. Yeah. I feel like we yeah, we, we can obviously talk about this. But I sure. like you. And Thank everyone should like you. We like you, Drew. Yeah. I appreciate I like you guys. We like you, too, Amy. Really. Aw, thanks. Yeah. Well, you're Amy. Oh, Shiloh, do you like oh, me too? Shiloh, do you like me too? No, he's just like, Shiloh's I'm trying to pee. pee. So if you, if, you really, if you really are with uh, Trevor and Amy and like me, make sure to leave five stars. Five stars. On only this. five stars. Only five stars. Oh. Because if you, do, if you don't, if you leave 4.5, don't you dare. But if you leave anything less than five stars, I'm going to come okay, okay. to your house and I'm going to light all of your candles. And I'm going to watch them burn. Slowly. Slowly. That was like the- I'm going to make you have to go buy nice new candles. Threat. Yeah. That's how we do it. So subscribe. Thank you for listening. Thank you, uh, Thanks, Bacon Ben. We'll talk to you later. And uh, Shiloh, don't you dare pee on this carpet. No peeing on this carpet. I swear, don't break the streak. <laughs>